So, this is our first podcast. Well, I should say my podcast. Um, yeah, I'm just subbing in. This is a test run, I guess. Shut up. This is my buddy, Mike Barron. Um, he's been one of my best friends for a long time. I'll let him introduce himself. Actually, before we get started with that, I just want to give a shout out to these slippers right here. I don't know Come who makes on, this. Man. No one needs a fucking But if you're that. watching this and you are the creator of these slippers, give me a sponsorship because I wear these every single day. Continue, my Those aren't even yours. They might be my sister, but that's whatever. It's neither here nor there. Alright, what? Hi guys, my name is Mike. Um, I've been Jason's friend for a little too long now. Sounds about right. Hopefully after this podcast, we could just part ways. But, very excited, very thank you for inviting me on. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. What do you want to talk about today? Describe who you are, like uh, your job, maybe, how long we've known each other. Stuff like that. Fun fact. Is this a test if I uh, fail? That I don't know how many years we've been friends. I don't even know the answer <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, we've been friends since like probably high school, like beginning of high school. Um, it had to be like my sophomore year, your senior year, or like maybe yeah, even before that. Probably like junior year or something like that. Um, but it's been an interesting ride, you know. Um, kind of like going through college with. Like studying like graphic design and you starting out with fitness when I was pretty much maybe maybe a sophomore or junior. And just kinda college, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like kinda like going through stuff and like figuring it out and designing for you guys ever since. So that that's been fun. Get to see everything like actually produced. But um, as far as what I do, I like I work for the Jets right now. Shout out. There you go. <laughs> Always got a rep. Should be wearing an elephant shirt right now. It's fucked up. But I've been working there for like three years so far. How's that going? going? It's good. It's awesome. It's like you never really you think never about know. the things that go into like everything that like like game day production or um, just different advertising stuff. Like yeah. things you have to prepare for. Um, things that probably no one really even cares about. I mean, it's that kind of seems, ins- that yeah. seemed like a big deal, but if they weren't sure. there, then uh, people would know like right away something's wrong. So yeah, in a sense, you get to like you mean you're seeing everything like unfold, working for like a giant company, and uh, you know you're in the NFL space, so that's like a giant culture in its own. So yeah. taking care of the stuff that happens within the company, being in the Jets, and then how that kind of works. Yeah, I just went to that conference too, like meeting like, all these different teams. So it was like. At first, you're kind of like in this like your own bubble, and not really knowing what else is out there. Yeah. You're just kind of designing for the Jets, and then just like talking to other people, you kind of realize like people go through the same like problems you have. Like if it's getting people like in the seats at games or um, different things with game day production and like mm-hmm. video board sizes and um, how to keep people more entertained. Right. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's it's totally different. Like I never thought like I'd be actually working for the Jets or anything like that. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane because I was working at a, a printing company before. I remember when you got the job. Like all of our friends were nuts. <laughs> and you went out and bought a Subaru. We called the Rari. Yeah. If I'm not it's mistaken. Got flames and the Anyways, um, <laughs> one of the reasons why I invited Mike on the podcast first is because he's one of my more creative friends, and I feel like we just connect on a different level than anyone else because one, we're kind of like almost in the same space. Um, Mike does do a lot of work for Alpha Fitness and all of our other brands and companies going on. So, uh, 
I know, I feel like we relate on that level where we both like came up working for creative jobs. I worked for a, a company called Sprayground in the city. I interned there my junior and senior year of college. So I got to see kind of like how things were done, like a bigger company, well, not on the scale of the Jets, obviously. It's a big but, scale though. Like everyone wears those backpacks now. There was actually someone talking to me um, at work the other day and they were like, they were saying how like they were just going to someone else saying oh we should do these like backpacks or something like that they actually yeah they have partnerships with like a lot i was of like you're just hearing about this now like yeah it's been like a couple of years now so it's kind of funny how people are just so set back yeah it's cool i mean like when i started working for them they weren't nearly at the scale that they're growing right now so they were kind of smaller i was with them when they dropped like maybe their second biggest summer collection that's like their big thing back to school so i got to see kind of like how all that works uh, working in every single department, uh, you know, doing sales, marketing, helping design backpacks. Uh, it helped me a lot and I learned a lot, which I carried through uh, moving on to Alpha Fitness, trying to pursue that full time after I graduated college. But, um, you know, some things I would like to talk about too is like, I feel like between me and Mike, uh, you know, we're kind of like chasing the same thing almost. Uh, we know we, we both have jobs to work for full time. But we're also, you know, chasing our side hustles, which we want to kind of let that turn to something down the yeah. line. Right? Like just, just like keep creating stuff. That's what. Yeah, I, that's I, the whole I, thing. That's what like I like doing, and I've kind of like heard it from other people too. It's just like you just keep doing something, and like I'm not saying like it eventually comes to whatever you want to do, but um, at least you're having fun. I, I mean, at least I am. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's the goal. I mean, like you want to, you want to do something you're passionate about and obviously make a lot of money, but you got to like work your ass off to do it because from the start, if you're starting from like ground zero, starting a small business or a small company, like you have to fucking work from ground zero and work your way until you start making a little bit of money until it can, you know, take over your well, life full time. I got like $5 in my pocket, so I'm good for like ice cream after this, but, um, you know, I feel like there's no one else really in my circle that can relate on that level because everyone else is kind of just, you know, doing like a full-time job or pursuing like their career, which is completely fine. But I feel like it takes like a certain set of balls to like really go after something you want and not be kind of driven into that mold, how like wow. society makes you want to go into like a full-time job. Well, I also work more of, I mean, I guess you work for a full-time job too, but like, how many hours do you think you worked like a day? Uh, today, for example, I had open Orange Theory Gym. For those of you who don't know, I work at a gym as a personal trainer, a group trainer. Um, I opened the gym at 4.30 a.m. I got back to my house around 11. I took a nap from 11 to 12, got back up, and literally worked until you came here. Mm -hmm. So that was 4.30. I'll give myself maybe like an hour or two break in between. So 4.30, what time is it now? Eight? Yeah, about. So that's like a 12-hour day. That's normal. So, um, I, there's the majority of my time I spend working, honestly, which I, which I don't mind because I actually enjoy creating, like he said, and, uh, you know, just testing, testing myself and just, you know, seeing things fall together eventually after a while, after you've been working for so long, seeing things come to fruition. It's a very, it's a, it's an awesome like feeling and it's, it's hard to explain, but like, I just feel like I was always in this path. Per se. Like, I feel like we've had conversations like this, um, yeah, you know, definitely. since we were like, just like sophomores, freshmen in high school. Yeah. It's, it's just, uh, it's a different thing. Like you get kind of like lost in what you like doing 
and like well like I was up till maybe like one one thirty d- doing logos for you like and it's like yeah I am tired but it's like I'll make this look sick <laughs> you know? like it's just you get that feeling of like gravitation of like no one really knows you like you're like kind of like behind this in, in a sense or you're like doing it but you're just doing it because like you see how people react and it's almost like you do it for other people but not really <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool it's cool when you have like an idea in your head and you bring it to life especially to like um you know i i get the most enjoyment out of like creating things for alva because like i see these things in my head and being able to like visualize it if i either create or if i can explain it to mike well enough where he can bring it to life like that pumps me up and then creating like a whole campaign around that and then just seeing people rock it over time and like now that the brand's growing and i'm seeing like random people starting to buy stuff like all over the country seeing them post stuff it's just it's a super cool feeling and i just feel like I'm almost like creating like a culture, like like a community, um, so to speak, and that's that's what I want to continue doing, you know. Um, it's a good dream, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, like I was saying before, I feel like like sometimes like uh, you're like you're almost pursuing the, your dream more than me in a way, because like I'm going like I'm working at the Jets. It's like. Yeah, but I, you can I, still do it. I can, I can still do it, but it's, I feel like it's, uh, like, let's say I'm, like, commuting or whatever, and it's, like, a longer thing. Yeah. But it's, like, I think eventually I want to get to that point where it's, like, my side hustle takes over. Yeah, my, it takes, yeah, of course. My full. I full think uh, with me, I'm a little, I'm, I'm pretty crazy as a person, and uh, I think I want a little balls to the wall, so to speak, so, like, I don't feel like a lot of people know this, but right when I graduated college, um, I, had a, I had a shit ton of job offers. I mean, I wasn't like the best student, but I guess like since I was like running my own business at the time, it looked really good on my resume. And like I had like kind of like a higher up position at the internships and jobs I did have, right? So like one of the first um, interviews I had while I was going through like my finals of senior year was with Google. Um, I, entered with the, I interviewed with them four times and I nailed the first three, and whoever was in charge of like scheduling me for interviews uh, scheduled me with the wrong person. So I had an extra fourth one, which I wasn't expecting. And this took place on the day of my last two finals, and there was like no other day I could possibly do it. So I had to take two finals beforehand, and the prior night was the only night like all of my friends were gonna be out for the last time. So of course I went out and I stayed up all night. No excuses. (laughs) I went out, um, I got home at like, Probably like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., had a final at 9, had a final at 12, had to take a bus to Chelsea to Google headquarters, I interviewed there, and like not only was my brain so fried, like I couldn't understand what uh, the guy was saying, but also they were like asking me like the most complex questions like ever. It's Google, what do you expect? Exactly, they were asking me like how many trees were in Central Park, uh, they are asking me like if they had like a certain technology. You should have told them to go count them or Google it. <laughs> Imagine I said that. But yeah, I had a bunch of interviews. I accepted a job offer with this uh, smaller f- uh, marketing firm called AUI in Cranford, like a few weeks later. And I was just like thinking about like how my future was gonna play out for the next couple of months. And I was like, knowing myself, I'm such just, I'm like, a, I can't sit still. I have too much energy and you know, I, I love interacting with people and I love annoying people. So I just couldn't imagine myself. <laughs> I couldn't just imagine myself like sitting at a desk all day. Um, so I, I show up to my first day of work and I walk into the lobby and I just like, (laughs) 
I was like having like a mental talk in my head and I was like, I can't fucking do this. So like the lady called me in so I can get onboarded. And then she goes, all right, Jason, now's your time, blah, 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 follow me. I was like, hold on, I'll be right back. And instead of being right back, I just left and I went home, never <laughs> showed up there again. I just left. And I was like, I don't think I could ever like hold a job like this. So I went home, I told my parents, they were super pissed. So I spent like another like month looking for a job. So I ended up uh, accepting a job with a, an IT startup in Princeton. And I worked there for about eight months until I start, decided to become a personal trainer um, at Orange Theory, which I'm still doing to this day. And I'm about like a year in right now. What certification do you have? I have a NASM certified personal trainer. It's pretty much like the most standard and uh, that's not like the highest one, right? Or is it just like out of like certified personal trainers? That's probably like the most. What other ones are there? I don't even know. You can. There's just different organizations that have personal trainer. You can go for like a group trainer, personal trainer, mm -hmm. uh, strength and conditioning uh, specialist. But as far as like a basic certified personal trainer, like NASM's probably. Does NASM cover you for orange? Yeah. I didn't even have to get that. Like I went above and beyond. Like mm -hmm. that's like the most widely accepted and recognized organization. They would have taken like literally anything. But, you know, I just I just wanted to have that to add in my resume. Um, so yeah, like I, I do that personal training. I mean I've, I've been in and out of gyms, but I've been just working on growing Alva. And then we just started another company called Brandswagon, which is a digital agency. So I'm running those two companies in my uh pretty much all of my time. Uh, how much time working. left do you have? I don't know. The sky's the limit. How much time do you have for your boys? <laughs> That's another thing too. Like, um, I feel like me and you relate on such a way. Like, our mindsets are just so different from everyone else because I feel like it kind of has to do with the line of work we're in and kind of what we're doing. So since I feel like we're more like, kind of like we're just more open. Yeah, we're we're ready for anything, and it's just like we want to figure stuff out. Like, it's not like you're going to turn someone else down because it's like, nah, I don't know how to do that. But it's like, you know what, give me, give me like 10 minutes or an hour. Yeah. And that's like, and, that's exactly in the line of work. Time. It's exactly in the line of work. Like we're always facing like, I feel like dynamic problems that just have like a million different solutions and we'll just sit yeah, until we find it. There's a million different ways you do like everything. Uh, excuse me. Like even like Photoshop Illustrator, you could probably find six or five, like five or six different ways to do the same Exactly. And like that mindset just ties in with like who we are. And like lately I've been noticing like people I talk to are just so like closed and like blocked off. And as soon as they see like a little bit of resistance or like, oh, I can't do this, blah, 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 or I don't want to do this or blah, 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 blah. Like, you hear it all. But um, so that's why I feel like we relate and connect so much because we're just like always looking for, you know, how to solve a solution. Sick, dude. I'm not talking about, baby. Um, you know, just figuring out how to work things out or like, you know, if there's like an event going on that like means a lot to us, like we'll do our best to be there, like no matter what the circumstances are, even if we're just going to show up for like an hour or two. Believe in something, even if it means saying I'm in. I actually have to go. Um, <laughs> hey, guy. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just feel like in order to be kind of where you want, where we want to be essentially in our career path, you need to have like a certain mindset moving forward. And you just need to be like open and you have to roll up the punches no matter what happens. And uh, that's that's like a mindset that I feel like a lot of people want to have, but few are willing to, you know, work to achieve in a sense. Like everyone's all about the talk. Like 
I hear people all the time say they want to start their own businesses or like do their own thing, but you know, as soon as they face a little bit of resistance, they just stop. It's hard. It's hard to commit yourself. It's extremely like, difficult. Even thinking sometimes about like doing different things, it's like, it's like, oh, I'm not, I don't want to do it right now. Bro, sometimes, <laughs> even, even today, like, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to come here and do a podcast. But I was like, you know, it's going to be pretty late, but I'll come here. I'll go to the gym in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in the morning comes, I'm not going to go. <laughs> all right, well, maybe the gym isn't as important as like, no, I mean, I, it's equally important for your health. And I'm okay. saying uh, just like, like being like committed and kind of like pushing yourself to like yeah, probably, probably go two feet in and jump in you got to push yourself in pretty much every facet of life that's just like the quickest way to get to where you want to go um and i'm i feel like i'm just like all about that this year lately i, I just feel like i'm trying to go after every opportunity that's in front of me you know the vibes you know the vibes dude that's why i started this podcast <laughs> um but yeah like i feel like um you know, I'm in the business of just doing as much as I can and learning as much as I can, especially at this age too, where we're young. Um, you know, we have the time and energy to do it. I know Gary Vee says a lot, like you have to do all this shit when you're young because you don't have baggage. It's not like you have a family, you know, you're not paying off a mortgage. You might be paying off student loans. That's a fucking shit ton of money right there. But, you know, only as you, <laughs> only as you get older, uh, more debt's going to accumulate because you're acquiring more things. So yeah, for sure. you got you got to use your time wisely at a young age, and I, I feel like that sounds like growing up is depressing. It is slightly <laughs> depressing because like you have a lot more responsibility, but at the same time, I feel like you also have an equal amount of opportunity to do the things you want to do, and it's just a matter of you putting in the work to get there or like finding out how you're going to do it. You know, I agree, man. And I feel I feel like that's like stopping like a lot of people from doing what they really want to do. Maybe they're scared. Maybe they don't know how to get to where they want to be, but at the end of the day, it's your responsibility to, to figure that out and put a plan into action. Yeah. I mean, even just meeting people too, like helps you being like surround yourself with like other creative people. Um, exactly. That's why I feel like we're so like inclined to go out and meet new people and just like, I don't know. I, I feel like we have the most fun. We have like a spontaneous adventure. Yeah, I mean anyone does. I feel like like those like. But the, lately, the, lately I feel like it's it's the, not the, even the like best that. days are the ones that you just don't plan and you just like. That's true. And, but, that, and I mean, I guess kind of you have to be open to everything too to kind of experience that, to kind of just be like, all right, screw it, let's go to Vegas. I don't think we've ever done that, but maybe I'm doing the flight. All right, whatever, dude. Uh, um, this uh, this Poland Spring is really making me burpee. You're gonna do burpees. I don't ever want to hear that word again. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I just feel like uh, just the way like things have played out like after college just kind of like shaped us into who we are. And uh, I wish that more people could just have an open mindset like this. Yeah, maybe maybe after this they'll get inspired. Hopefully. Hopefully <laughs> I get more than like a thousand views on this. That'd be sick. You think your mom's going to watch this? You know what? She's been on Facebook lately, and she's been stalking my stuff, so I've been getting, like, pretty nervous. My dad That's just edits on Facebook. That's yeah. scary. That's real scary. I think he keeps, like, deleting and putting it back. He's undecided. Tim Barron? Yeah. He's got to stay incognito as a cop, dude. How was that tea break? It was great. We're back. We're back. Great. All right. So, um, hot topics of the week. So, what's going on with Area 51? What's your thoughts on that? I 
don't know. I honestly think... I can't I, tell I, if it's like a real thing. I hope it is. I hope some people are kind of like... <laughs> I hope it isn't because there's been all, like... All those dumbasses are just going to be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like posts from like like uh, police stations and like the national like SWAT Facebook page is saying like people get shot on site if they try to enter Area 51. And that's what... That's, Joe Rogan even commented about this. Yeah, that's basically their way of saying like pull oh, up. No. Pull up, it's on site. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what I would do if I was even there. Like, I don't even, I don't even think I, like, have Googled Area 51 to see, like, what, like, if there are, like, buildings there. No one knows. Like, it's, it's like, like the most secluded station in the United States. Uh, like, how do, how do people even know where to go? Like, how do they find Area 51? You gotta bring some of those, like, other... Dude, I saw Elon Musk tweeting about it. He said that he would... Um, have some of his flamethrowers available for people storming Area 51. I don't know why he just doesn't lead the charge. He's the plug. <laughs> He's the plug. Uh, but yeah, all these freaking memes are crazy. Like, people saying, this is what I'm going to do when I bring my alien home. Like, it's so what wild. What do you do with your alien? Honestly, I'd probably, like... Do you think it would like, it would go with you willingly, or you'd have to, like, like trap it? What if, what if there's only, like, a few aliens in Area 51? I feel like everyone that's, like, tweeting... And posting about Area 51 just expects there to be like a an unlimited supply of aliens for everyone to take. It doesn't make any sense. They, they could probably morph into like whatever. You have no idea. I don't. I don't. You gotta ask some of these experts to get them on here. Well, uh, the Area 51 storming is happening, I believe, September 20th. So if you guys want to participate, I think you know that's about the time people are going to start storming. You're taking rides there, right? Yeah. You're driving everyone. Yeah, I'm driving everyone. So. Definitely gonna pull up and just get shot on site by a bunch of SWAT team and <laughs> Navy SEALs. One of my friends actually bought a flamethrower from the Elon Musk. What, was it like a thousand bucks? I have no idea. That's incredible. But I just saw Snapchats of him just opening up the box and I'm just like, no fucking way. You're actually. Dude, if I had a flamethrower, I would carry it in my car everywhere I go. Behind your car. It's on site, dude. Someone pisses me off. I have a road rage. I just pull out a flamethrower. Like, who's gonna fuck with toast me? Toast them? I'm just gonna toast them. Slightly toast them. But not actually set them on fire. They can change their <laughs> skin color a little bit. Like if he was Mike col- Mike's color, he would turn into my color. What's my color, man? Hmm? Jokes on you! I don't see color. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you you saw that map right that came out where it's like Kyle's leading. <laughs> yes, I did see that, and it, it looks energy. it looks like a great strategy actually. And they just have like everyone who has certain strengths is just going to pull up to a certain area of Area 51. Like, the Kyles, if people don't know don't know on social media, Kyle is, like, somebody that wears, like, monster t-shirts. Kyle is a person, okay? Kyle is a person that drinks <laughs> drinks a shit ton of monster, wears a lot of gold chains, um, has, like, a lot of, like, stupid clothing, like, tap-out clothing, and punches drywall. So, they're going to go in. right there. What's that hole? Uh, Make sure your name's not Kyle. Oh, uh, come on, dude. <laughs> We're filming a podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, you didn't tell me your roommate's wrong. <laughs> that was my mom. She probably has no idea what's going on right now. Okay. Um, yeah, so. Whoa, that just. No. What? All right, enough about Area 51. Let's end this podcast with something spicy. What kind of day? Let's talk about dating. Dating? Okay. In today's day and age. What's the pros? What's the cons? What's your take on it? Dating today's day and age. I don't know. I feel like it's gotten 
I feel like it's kind of like what you make of it. I don't know. Like, if you're proactive about trying to find that special someone, like, I need I need a girlfriend, I need a boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, then you'll probably find one. Maybe. Or maybe not one that you really like. I feel like sometimes... I think that you could say that about anything, though. Like, if you, it is what you make of it. But, I mean, like, some people, like, you could find someone who really likes you, and you're not going to, like, like, they might not, you might not like them back, but you could still probably be like, Okay, I'm looking for a, a girlfriend. I feel like some people just get into relationships just because they want to have that. Right, they want to have that like status. They want to have that, that status like, or that, that other person. Just like not actually them, but just the idea of having them. So what you're saying is like, dating is like pretty fucked up right now. I guess. I, I feel like, I, I just feel like for someone that hasn't been in a relationship for like the past couple of years and that's dating now, like I just feel like everyone's just having trouble trying to like find someone. Yeah, like some people are rushing and it's like, um, kind of just gotta be patient, I guess. I can't really talk about it for myself because I'm single as fuck. <laughs> you hear that? Michael Barron is single. But um, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I feel like maybe even me and you both have just gone to like this, uh, I, I would say like last year we got into this little phase where like we were just trying to find that somebody because we felt going like through shit movement. Huh. Going through shit 2018 movement. Was, uh, Rest in peace of that. Yeah, you got to pour one out. It's a lot of water. A little bit, a little bit. There might have been too much water. But yeah, we kind of like got kind of obse- obsessed with uh, the idea of being with someone. And um, just because we like kind of felt out in our friend group, because I feel like me and you, the majority of the time, we're always... Actually, we came and speak because a couple of years ago when we were in college, we had girlfriends. Yeah, we did. And then the other friends in our group were single. A little bit. Yeah, but now the yeah. the tables have turned. Right, exactly. Whoa. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like in recent months, I feel like for both of our experiences, it's just like maybe we, we're just like too caught up in the idea of just having someone instead of just like waiting for something to come. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at right now. Like just uh, doing whatever, having fun. I see. Cool. Yeah. Going out, talking to people, like meet, like meet different people. Exactly, you're, like, you're just living your best life. Trying, trying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that for sure. Um, I feel like helping the inside. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a place right now where maybe I'm not like in a in a ready place to be in a relationship or like be someone. And like in the past, I really thought I was. Yeah, I feel like there's different things too. Like there's. Like you kind of you, like sometimes it's kind of fucked up to say, but you kind of focus more on your your work and like what you're doing. It's not fucked up, man. It's life. Yeah, I mean, like at a certain point, you have to be selfish in a way, and just kind of like do what you want to do, and like you can't like sometimes you you can't really have to be like, oh, I gotta hang out with my girlfriend because right, it, I haven't seen her in like a day or two. But I think that the, means- in the meantime, it's like. You probably want to, but at the same time, you yeah, have to focus like, on what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I, actually, I think I read something today. It was like, um, like, like, I think it was like Bill Smith. He was like, like I don't want my, I don't want to make my wife happy. I want her to be happy. Like, on her own. own. Yeah. Her happiness is her own. That's her own responsibility. Yeah, I read yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, good. I like that a lot. For sure. Like, I feel like once you meet that right person, they're not gonna, they're not gonna like, become part of your I mean they are going to become part of your life but you're not going to like 
you know, the relationship itself is not going to be a thing. Like that person should like supplement into your life. They should support you. You should support them. But at the same time, you should have your own vibes. And like, once I feel like you find the right person, it's it's all just going to work. And, um, when you're dating and you feel, you feel like you have to see someone just for the sake of seeing someone or like you have to hang out just for the sake of hanging out. I feel like maybe that's the wrong person. You're just doing it for the wrong reasons. And that's where, like, you're trying to fill that that void of just having someone there. Mm-hmm. What do you think about all these dating apps? They get so, a little crazy, right? Like, you, like, you dude, match, I've seen you some crazy shit on those apps. <laughs> I was on Tinder my senior year of college, and I, I did the swipe right method. So I swiped right to everything. I saw every single opportunity I had. And there's, I heard you call them opportunities. Not opportunities. I mean, like, <laughs> I get whatever, an opportunity for, like, a connection or, like, a relationship or friendship, whatever you want to call it. There are some scary, scary people on that app. Um, I went on one date with a girl from Tinder, and it went like kind of well, but then I just wasn't into it, so I just I deleted the app. Yeah. And then like, I didn't start dating again. I started dating someone last year. That didn't work out, um, which is fine, for like. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> just fine. <laughs> I won't get into it, but uh. You know, I have no, nothing against her. She's an awesome girl. I would like to probably, you know, see if things work out in the future. But, yeah, like, my experience with dating is just, I don't know. Like, that that person came into my life, like, randomly, and that was, like, awesome. And, like, she was everything I wanted at the time, and then it ended. And then started seeing other people, and then I just kind of, like, figured out, like, what I wanted and what I didn't want. And at the same time, I matured as a person as well. That's the other thing, too, like, you even growing up, you kind of figure out what you want, what you don't want. And, yeah, for sure. And, like, within sure. yourself and within Other someone people. else. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I feel like once you... There's no I, rush, really. You gotta, there like, is no rush. Like, it out. the best things in life just, like, come unexpectedly. Pause. Um, but, yeah, you get what I mean. Like, just, like, someone randomly popping up in your life and just making it, like, ten times better is, like, awesome. And mm-hmm. I feel like, at the end of the day, like, as cliche as it sounds, like, everything happens for a reason no matter what and like that person came into your life as like a, like a lesson almost or like that person's supposed to be in your life for a reason and uh, I, that's why that's why I feel like when when you're friends with me and like I actually like you know fuck with you on a certain level like you mean a lot to me like my, my friends are the world to me uh, if I decide to like <laughs> if I decide to like, yeah, you look like Harambe come on dude <laughs> My sweet prince. But, uh, yeah, my friends mean everything to me. My family means everything to me. Um, if I happen to be in a relationship that, you know, I'm actually I just want to say that about. James Kasha, you look like coming up. We can cut that out and redo it. <laughs> Use your words. Now I got to think of something. I'm trying to figure out. Yo, I told, who I told, say. this is completely unrelated to anything we're talking about, but um, I told James about what happened when I slept over. Last night, I put him and JoJo in a group chat. You know what I'm referencing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm scarred for life, and I'm never going back over your house, James. <laughs> I truly mean that. Anyways, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so, like, if, you know, I'm all about, like, connections. Oh, James Conch, you look like Mr. Sasson. Got it. There you go. Exactly who he looks like. Um, I'm, I'm all about connections, and, like, I, I really, like, like nurturing like friendships and relationships and just you know I, I like to put like my all into people I guess you can say and uh 
<laughs> you know, um, so yeah, whatever. I don't even know where I'm trying to get at. You're talking about dog, your bros, right? I was dad, my bros, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shit. I think we covered a lot for this first podcast. Is there anything you want to mention? No, man, want to this out? was fun. I kind of like this a lot. I like this too. It's open talks, talks about life. Yeah. You probably do this like every every week. I want to. I want to get a different guest. I'm going to try to hit up uh, probably after you, after this releases. I'll have Gary scheduled, hopefully. Um, probably my brother, maybe Sean. We'll do some more of the friends too. See what happens. Got to get some girls in here too. Why? Are you lonely? <laughs> okay, that's besides the point, but I'm trying not to be sexist. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably should. Should do your mom. They don't, enjoy it. Or, she, or she would just criticize you. Jason. <laughs> oh, we should have talked about like parents too, but I feel like we just went over like 30 minutes already, which is a lot. We could. Nah, I'm right. I'm good. I think I got everything out and wanted to get out. All right. Thanks for being on the Saran Wrap. Put it there, pal. Till next time.